It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I feel like Lionel Richie. Hello. Is it, is me, it me you're looking yeah. for? Um, how are you? Well, I'm splendid. How are you? I've got a Fox's Classic Bar down by my feet. Oh I am. Oh my God, I haven't had one of those for years. I'm I, I tend school. not to buy those kind of chocolate bars because I, for the house because I know that I'll just scoff them in 35 seconds. And that's exactly why I buy them, baby. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? Well, uh, no one can see me, thank God, because I'm feeling a little bit poorly and, uh, yeah, have migraines and all the rest of it. So... Um, I feel, do I sound, I've got quite like a sexy voice, I think, today. Oh, mate, no, you don't. Oh. <laughs> Devoid. No, yeah, sorry. It I'll sounds be the... a little bit rough. It sounds like really low and... No. Throaty. No? No, you just sound slightly like you've had anaesthesia. <laughs> well, I have taken some very strong migraine tablets, so if I'm slurring, well, that's why. No, you're not slurring. You're not slurring. Or Don't if worry. I fall asleep, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not because of the company. It's no, because you have actually medicated yourself to get through this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, mate, I, I'm going to have to stop the shits and giggles immediately because we need to address the situation. We need to address the situation. What, uh, what situation is this? We need to make a public apology to all ball bags. <laughs> And we need to make a public apology to all ball bags because we were really, really insensitive about the look of them. We were. And we need to do better, okay? We do. <laughs> You're not taking this seriously. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm even pointing my finger at you. You are. You're we called them seriously. gross. We described them as a flying squirrel. From tree to tree. I, I said they were made of chicken skin and I also described them as the face of predator. We were wrong, Laura. We were we were utterly disgusting for believing that that is appropriate vocabulary for a, for a male's appendage. So how do we go forward with our mistake? Well, we must make sure that we make a sincere apology to all ball bags and say we can only apologise for the offence caused. Uh, I personally actually asked my resident ball bag and he said, I completely agree with what you said and I am in ownership of them. But we must make sure, Victoria, that we are thinking of we all need to ball be kinder bags. to ball bags. We do, don't we? I mean, I also asked my resident ball bag owner, mm -hmm. And his words were, balls are gross. But that is just one opinion, Victoria. Okay. Two opinions. Well, it's two opinions, it's but they, they certainly don't count, okay? <laughs> they don't count because we have, to, we have to put the bigger picture in here. And the bigger picture is all of these ball bags need to be considered. Do you think that we made a ball bag cry? Absolutely. I think, I definitely think we made it cry. <laughs> Out of its one small little eye. Yeah. <laughs> repeatedly while in the hole of another woman <laughs> trying to seek comfort in its hour of need because of our absolutely disgusting use of vocab oh, outright 
disrespect. Disrespect. It was disrespectful. We're all about equality here, mate, aren't we? We're all about equality. I mean, I equally, if this makes the situation better, believe that vaginas, vulvas, minges, whatever you want to call them, are pretty unattractive too. Well, I think it depends on on where we're where we're looking. You know, if we're looking at the eye of the storm, um, and, and lips are splayed, mm-hmm. and we are in the middle of a horrific episode of Thrush, then absolutely, yeah. it's not it's not going to look pretty. It's not what the heart desires, is it? <laughs> but maybe, maybe some people do desire that look. I think I, some people might adore it potentially. They, hey, they might utterly <laughs> adore it. And that's why we must consider all avenues here, while also being the owners of a podcast where people write in and share hilarious stories, not just about themselves, but about other people. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. Bear that in mind, everyone. Can we we just all consider that this is a comedy podcast? Comedy. Enlightening the lives of, of... of many people Maybe we should just sit here For 45 minutes in silence That would be great I mean you could sleep <laughs> But I think that might offend somebody So I, it I probably think will. that's a It might idea. offend silence it, uh, Thank you We've got to yeah. consider silence in this We've got to consider everybody Yeah ev- ev- Everyone We respect every single nutsack Don't we? We do Yeah We are the open-armed lovers Of all genitalia all genitalia Because we weren't actually talking exclusively about that man either We were pretty much encompassing all of mankind, weren't we? Well, I can only speak for my current appendage household resident And his aunt, I, I don't adore them I um, adore him I have seen, uh, we're going. We're talking double digits here Of the numbers of ball bags that I've seen I Don't get me wrong, I've seen more ball bags than just my husband's but I've yeah. never seen one that I thought, oh my god, you know what? Hello. I'm going to take a picture of that and frame it and put it on my mantle but Have you ever seen a penis and gone, that looks like a nice penis? Well, I have, haven't I? Because yeah. I've oh, had yeah, a couple of good ones. Gorgeous dick. Yeah. So there you go. That totally balances it out, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was an absolute exception. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Rob's is crashing. And it's not Rob. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now that we, I've, we've cleared the air. That, the elephant right. is well and truly out of the room. I think because we're all about addressing things head on, Vic. Exactly, head on. <laughs> so um, I thought I would. Are you okay with me going first? Yeah, you do it. I've got a little. I've got a little fact coming up for you. Yeah, you've got a fact. Well, mine, mine. Do you like how we've literally rolled straight out of that? Like, yeah, we're done with that conversation. Now let's move on to something more I feel interesting. We've explored it enough. It, it's been exhausted. Literally like an over-masturbated <laughs> penis um, So are you ready for Laura's round of Icebreakers UK? <laughs> okay, so question number four When you were a kid, what did you want to do when you grew up? Other than be horrendously awkward I know, well that was definitely not on my list And <laughs> I think maybe, at, you know, seven, six or seven Because this was pre-poo on the toilet seat incident My social anxiety was non-existent But since that fateful day, you know Things have just really changed for me Yeah In terms of being socially accepted <laughs> But what I really wanted to be, and this is so strange And this is when I was really little I just wanted to be a Victorian 
<laughs> Which was kind of a, well, I mean, sort of, you know, it's kind of impossible because I was living in the 1980s. So it wasn't likely that I was going to grow up to go back in time and be a Victorian. So you didn't have like a career in mind of like, oh my God, when I grew up, you were just like, I'm so desperate to go back to a time where people died quite freely. Women's rights were just completely, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you wanted to go there. <laughs> it was very strange. Getting a real insight into who you are. My favourite thing ever that my mum and dad took me to was the um, West Country, no, the Black Country Open Air Museum. And you could go there, dress up like a Victorian and pretend to be a Victorian. Oh my God, you're so adorable. I fulfilled my life's ambition going there. I used to force them to go. We used to go there quite a lot, actually. And um, fucking loved it. Run around, pretending I was Victorian, <laughs> going to see going to see the candlestick maker. <laughs> <laughs> and they were probably stood back like, what the fuck did we do wrong with her? <laughs> well, I think they were quite pleased, actually, because it was kind of, you know... It's a healthy thing to look forward to in life, isn't it? It was quite healthy, yeah. It was like, she's just let her be innocent because she's going to get bullied as soon as she goes to secondary school. So let's just let her have this. Let her have this moment. For it all goes downhill from there on in. And little did they know that you were just years away from shitting on a toilet seat. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. That's not what I expected you to come out with. I didn't. Yeah, I don't think I really had like career ambitions at all. Career ambitions just sounds so extreme for a small child. And yet. Yeah, exactly. I'm five. And my career ambitions are. I'm hoping to be by the time I'm 20. And you know what? I know this is going to really surprise everyone, but I actually really, really wanted to be a mum. Oh, why would that surprise people? Because she fucking, fucking hate kids. <laughs> yeah. And then it happened. I was like, oh shit, this is rubbish. This is definitely not what I was expecting it to be. <laughs> oh. What about you? What was yours? Um, I wanted to be a famous actress. Yeah, just from the moment, the moment I could breathe, I was a thespian um, with crippling social anxiety. So. Yeah, that's, they don't really go hand in hand, do they? No, my mum couldn't even get me to go to fucking brownies. So it's beyond me how I ever thought that was going to be a dream that came true. But then I really got into it and I was just like, I am so focused on my journey now. How did you really get into it? Did you um, go to stage school or anything like that? No, mate, I just, I did drama at school and I thought that was it. That's all I needed to do because I was so... I was so natural and gifted in my talent. Did you do like um, GCSE drama? Yeah. What did you get? B. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get an A star, mate. I mean, that is still good. Yeah. A B is an excellent grade. Well, the worst thing is, is that my um, my drama adaptation that I had to do for my GCSE, I actually started reading out someone else's lines partway through it. And I'd, I, I had rehearsed the lines of everybody so badly that I actually then started reading the other person because I clearly felt that they were incompetent and not good enough <laughs> at what they were doing. I'm going to be every character. <laughs> Back off, everybody. The stage is mine. <laughs> so I worked really hard. I didn't get enough... Uh, a to C's to be in performing arts so I then did a, a year of um, other qualifications to get my qualifications up so that I could start and then I met Steve and I fucked it all off and I left I left oh. college so that was the end of my career as a as a famous actress well you know it's good to have dreams isn't it mm. especially when just, they dive just maybe like manage dreams <laughs> manageable ones <laughs> with clear expectations yeah yeah but do you know what i just think the whole thing with especially gcse's 
and A-levels is like, it's so not as important as people make it out to be. No, fuck it. You know what? I just think that you just, it will be all right. You know, it will be all right. If you want to do something, you'll work your ass off and you'll get there. Or you'll meet someone like I did, sack it all off and just do a normal job. Like, do you know what I mean? Just... Just try and dull down the dreams and then anything above that dream is just a real massive bonus. Like that's, how, <laughs> that's how you've got to try and work That's up. literally the worst life advice. No, it's I've not. And it's also a lot to do with the fact that I'm currently homeschooling my kids, so I'm going to try and dull down their dreams so that when they go, oh my God, why can't I read or write? And I'll go, that's because I was your teacher for a year, motherfucker. <laughs> now go work harder. <laughs> now that you're older, go on, go work for it. Because mummy couldn't be fucked when you were younger. <laughs> I think a lot of stuff, unless it's something really, you know, scientific, like going into dentistry or being a doctor or something like that, actually, most industries, you can just start in at the bottom, not having any qualifications, especially if it's creative. Yeah. Not need a fucking degree for that, mate. And, and what is wrong with starting at the bottom? It means that you really do value and appreciate every single step along the way. Oh, and by the way, no offence to any fucking executives that went straight to university and then went straight in at the top, all right? We're not doing another fucking apology for that. <laughs> I'm sure we've already offended someone. Um, right, so shall we move on to our little uh, factual... It's the... I don't know what to call these. No, you came up with the you came up with the name last week. Have you heard? That was it. Yeah. Um, okay. But okay, so I'll have to start the intro again. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> that was so smooth, it was like butter on no, bread. It's unbelievable. Um, let's just remember that I am absolutely stoned off my tits on those bloody medication tablets, whatever they are, headache things. Uh okay, so Laura, have you heard? No. <laughs> I don't know how that flows. It feels weird. Have you heard? Um, so have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? Um, so last week I shared a sex term that we were both um, surprised Enlightened. and maybe terrified. slightly, yeah, a little bit terrified by. So I thought, okay, let's go down this line of just finding out sex terms that we've never heard of and and just researching them. Oh my good lord, I've had to stop because of the trauma of reading some of the shit that people get up to. Um, It's it's just a lot of poo. There's a lot of poo shit, poo shit. There's a lot of poo stuff that goes down in the bedroom. There's a lot of wee. A lot of wee, but mainly poo. The really disgusting stuff that have their own terminology it relates to shit Careful with your word around there Victoria Disgusting Oh sorry Sorry if you like someone to open your flaps up And do a shit into your minge And then have sex through the shit that you've just done on the minge Sorry about that Well if that was one of the words that I'm meant to guess You ruined it <laughs> no, already so, but, it's, but this is what I'm saying It was so vile that I can't do it I can't no. subject to you Well we've already had quite a lot of people Complaining regarding Callum's Little tet oh god, And ginger yeah, People are like are you fucking kidding Why would you let us know what Callum knew And I'm like well <laughs> Callum needed an apology I mean <laughs> fucking hell We need the apology Ooh, hour no, that, Maybe that should just be This podcast could just be us apologising For 45 minutes for all the things that we've said that offend people <laughs> Apologising for our fucking existence Yeah Okay so instead <laughs> I'm going down a little bit more of a sophisticated route and okay. it's still relating to sex but it's a little bit of sex history mm. how do you feel about that yeah all right 
You, I mean, you look absolutely unenthralled. Well, I don't. I don't mind shitting in flaps and having sex with. Oh no, hang on. I don't. <laughs> what you mean? That's something that you. That's not do. something I don't. I don't <laughs> like that. I mean, I really do border on thrush at times. So I, I feel like that would be asking for a lot of, a lot of issues. I don't want anyone to shit in my flaps, but I'm just saying no. I'm open to the discussion of shitty flaps. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So instead, um, I'm going to ask you how old do you think the world's oldest dildo is i think you've asked this before <laughs> no no this is new information <laughs> this is brand new this is had off the press no, i'm sure we did I'm no sure we, we did. did we did the first vibrator oh what's which this is different so what this is just a dildo so it can just it's just like a phallus a phallus victorian times no, babe. Like we, I can't even believe how old Medieval. this bloody thing is. Further back than that, cavemen, Stone Age. Wow. They believe that they have found the first ever With dildo. A woolly mammoth tusk. <laughs> yes, fucking tusks. Apparently, dildos were made out of tusks, and it makes sense as soon as you said it. I'm like, of course it is. Yeah, you took one to look at that tusk and be like, yeah, I want that inside me. They're quite wide. And stone. Out. Yeah, they are. So this one is stone. And shall I show you a little picture? I'd love you to. I mean, it's, it's a willy. I cannot believe they would manage to whittle that down to that level of smoothness. <laughs> it's so smooth. When, when they it's could insane. barely fucking say their own name. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think they'd have that. It would probably be some woman with a whole load of fucking rocks up her vagina. Come on, we know the importance of self-pleasure, don't we? I totally relate to that. It's even got a little bit of a marking where the... So is that an original dildo from the Stone Age? Original, yeah, 28,000 years old. 28,000 years old. I love that woman, whoever it was that said to her husband, go out, don't fucking come back. I don't want food. I want you to get me something I can shove up my vagina so I can get myself off because you, young man, are not doing it. I want to meet this woman. Um, so here we go. It says archaeologists have attempted to conceive of non-sexual uses for the distinctly shaped objects of this period that they're vaguely referred to as, no, this is what they call them, ice age batons. <laughs> as a vagina baton. <laughs> An ice age vagina baton. However, scientific opinion is gradually shifting towards the idea that these objects were being used purely for sexual a pleasure. Um, so following the Stone Age, now this is really bizarre. So following the Stone Age, the ancient Greeks did not look to the outside world for sexual inspiration in terms of their artificial fallacies, but to the inside of the kitchen. One of the most notorious sexual practices is the use of, now forgive me for I am going to say this word wrong, olis pokolikizi. <laughs> is that Italian for pasta? <laughs> Wait for it. So I think it's olis likes I don't know whatever it's a very strange word but what what that translates to a dildo made entirely out of bread so they used to make oh. specific oh. willy baguettes <laughs> <laughs> like Sharon it's stale love it's ready for you to pop in oh, I'll tell you what I think upper crust are trying to do that aren't they have you ever eaten one of their fucking baguettes it's like eating a piece of cement I, I'm, I'm not a fan of, of upper crust I don't no like shit. it I don't they like are, it as well shit. they're so shit but I think that's what they're going for the olisco balisco the olisco balisco once you have finished eating you're going to shove it up your vagina <laughs> literally a tuna sandwich tuna canoe 
Tuna canoe. Hey. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a fascinating little insight into what filthy sags we've been for absolute centuries upon Good. centuries upon centuries. Good. Go Stone Age Fulvers. So is there only one dildo in existence, or have they found many of these and batons? They have found <laughs> Ice Age Baton. They have found more, but that one is a, a, a beautiful example. You know, the other thing I'd say is that's quite a large, it could also have been for crushing garlic. That's true. It does look like a pestle and mortar, oh. doesn't it? And how disappointing if that's actually what it was for. Maybe she used her minge as the other half of it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Pop it in. <laughs> Darling, I think there mu- I think there are much easier ways to crush garlic. No, sweetheart, it's definitely this way. <laughs> it says as well because um, we, we, everyone, all slags were at it all around the world. Everyone was having a little fiddle, obviously. Uh, I mean, this is what leads to people putting things up their bums, isn't it? Like yeah. butternut squashes, potatoes, Ginger. whatever. Oh. They're just like, oh, hello, what's that? Can it go inside me? Yes. There's a hole. Let's fill it. So meanwhile, on the other side of the world, the jaw-dropping wealth of the Western Han dynasty led to incredible elaborate tombs that held a variety of exquisite items, including a number of ancient sex toys. Essentially, the Hans believed that their spirits would be living on inside these tombs in the afterlife. Oh, my God. See? I love that. That was a priority. Like, I don't, I don't want to have a tin of tuna for when I go to the other side. No. I don't want to have a part bake in the cupboard ready. I want my sex toy. <laughs> and those ones were made out of bronze. Oh, oh. So that's my little uh, history lesson for you this week. Um, oh, like check it. back in next time for more fun facts about... Oh, what did you what did you find out? What what was your, what's your slogan? I've forgotten uh, it. Have, have your say. Have your, have your say. Like an opinion piece. Have your say. <laughs> what, you, have you heard? The moment have, you, have you heard? Have you heard of the twenty eight year old thousand? Twenty year eight thousand. Twenty eight year old thousand. Twenty eight year old. Twenty eight thousand year old. Fucking hell! That's just dodging it, isn't it? That's, that was hard work. <laughs> Um, just, just quickly, just to add this into the our little, you know, we we often mention people putting things on their bums, don't we? But we've had um, someone just write in with a list of things that she extracted from people. I thought that'd be quite. Nice I would share. really hope that she works in a she hospital. Um, so she's uh, she, and not in KFC. No, this says, I've worked in operating theatres since I left college in 2020, whatever, uh, since I left college. And my first home theatre was the emergency theatre. What? I was like, what do you mean? Well, like that, that, that instantly makes me think, let's watch Home Alone on the big screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what I said. This is to, just to make the following description. I've listed the things that we removed. So, and she's done a full on list. It's really funny. From anus in bold and underlined. I like that. Nice touch. Adjustable spanner. That's a pretty hefty instrument. Adjustable spanner. I mean, and the weird thing that I'm thinking of is adjustable. Yeah, the top bit you can move to fit the correct bolt. No? Yes. Mm. Yes. I see. It's got quite a big head. And then it does have quite a big head. And she's also put the sex of the anal cavity that this was extracted from. This was a male. Oh, of course. Eight ball. Is that from a snooker collection? Yes, that is from a snooker. Oh my snooker. 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 Is that from a snooker collection? Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm my sphincter. 
no surprise, also male. Um, oh, sorry, are we offending men by reading out this factual list of things that have been extracted from men's bottoms? We, well, potentially, we we need to be really aware of their bottoms. Oh, apologies. Deodorant can, male. Crystals, female. Crystals. Oh, yeah. okay. A little bit of rose quartz going on up there, I imagine. <laughs> Trying to get your purifying the line. <laughs> Um, mobile a mobile phone um, medium medium <laughs> men man fucking hell medium it was a Nokia 3310 <laughs> a medium width oh god a one litre bottle of rum that is huge but it would just slide right back out that, I mean that's massive that's up a man's bum can you imagine the noise when that got removed <laughs> Oh, and then this one this just boggles my mind a black pudding <laughs> why why imagine trying to get that oven that's quite squishy yeah, it would just crumble to nothing right it must be inside its innards you know like the skin Ugh, I hate black me pudding. too it's, Never. it's just like eating a period it's fucking it's yes, disgusting. It is. No thanks. It's like well done. You've just literally eaten a cow's fucking pill or a sheep's period. Okay, now from the lady garden, one liter bottle of vodka, seashells. Seashells. <laughs> just doing a bit of crafting. Just doing a bit of crafting is going to make a little seashell quim. I just need to sterilize them before I stick them on this little trinket. <laughs> and then marbles. Fucking lost your marbles, mate, sticking them up there. I just, in, like, when I think of those sorts of things, I imagine, you know, sometimes when you swallow something and you've not quite chewed it yeah. enough, that's exactly what I feel like your cervix would do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, God, oh, my God. Is oh my God. Gross. So there you go. Just a, a little a little tidbit uh, of info there from uh, straight from the operating theatre. Hey, y'all. I'm Kiki Palmer. I'm an actress, a singer, an entrepreneur, and a Virgo, just to name a few. I'm proud to introduce you to the Baby This Is Kiki Palmer podcast, exclusively on Amazon Music. I'm putting my friends, family, and some of the dopest experts in the hot seat to ask them the questions that have been burning in my mind. What happened to sitcoms? It's OnlyFans, only that. I want to know, so I asked my mom about it. On Baby This Is Kiki Palmer, no topic is off limits. Listen to Baby This Is Kiki Palmer, exclusively on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app now. Okay, so this is the story. Uh, just listen to this week's episode, Cackling Away. So grateful for you guys to be here to cheer me up in these COVID cunt times. Laura's revulsion to man sweat has triggered a past trauma for me that I needed to share. I took up Thai boxing a couple of years back and ended up having to partner up with an older man. As most of the class were youngsters, this was absolutely fine until we had to do the workout that required me to lay down while he stood over me. Oh no! And lifting my legs for him to push down. It's quite the effective ab workout, to be fair. We had to switch. <laughs> we had to switch. <laughs> so he was getting quite a sweat on by this time. And it was my turn again. I could see the sweat bead uh, beading on his head. Before I knew it, the drip had fallen into my mouth. Oh, oh my, that's so gross. Needless to say, I never went back. Do you reckon she <laughs> stayed for the rest of the class, or would you have left at that point? No, because I'm too I'm too British and too socially awkward. But I think I wouldn't have been able to have hidden my utter disgust well it's, it's beyond disgust isn't it it's just it's that's my worst nightmare i can't bear looking 
at sweat it being in my physical body would be oh my god that's definitely happened before with uh rob sweating on me on i've never had sweat in my mouth <laughs> she's going <laughs> yeah i can cope with that that's so bad on a, on a particularly hot night uh both literally and in the bedroom (laughs) he's quite a sweater rob he sweats quite easily and he's definitely sweated on me and flicked it on onto me onto my onto my face i mean but in your mouth yeah i'm pretty sure that's like swallowing someone's cum like a part of his embryo is inside of her what do you mean? Spit is not the same as a fucking someone cheesing a hot load sweat. into your mouth. It's oh, sorry, yes. Sweat. Sweat, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You know, me and Rob actually did a workout together the other day. I mean, I love working out for Rob because he makes me laugh so what? much. He is the least flexible person that you've <laughs> ever seen in your life. Like, I don't think he has tendons that connect his muscles because when I say he cannot do anything, like he, he, him kicking his leg up. We were doing this kickboxing thing, right? <laughs> and I was there, like kicking pretty much the same height as my face. And his kick was like toe level. And he was like, <laughs> oh, oh my God, this is really hard. I was like, mate, you're not even you're not kicking the floor. <laughs> Who are you trying to kick? A mouse? Like it was ridiculous. <laughs> and then um, just watching him do any moves just really makes me laugh. I actually really like doing exercise with him because it makes me laugh enough to not concentrate on the fact that I'm dying. I hate doing exercise with Steve because he makes me realise how shit I am at it. Oh, really? Do you do, what, what would you do if you did exercise with him? Well, I mean, we went for a run six years ago. Fucking <laughs> so, six years ago. Just to sum up. <laughs> and I'm not even over-exaggerating. <laughs> or even when I was like training for my bike rides and I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so good at this. Like, I'm just naturally really good on a bike. And then I would go out for a bike ride with Steve and he would be four miles ahead. He used to actually ride on ahead while I was blowing out of my absolute <laughs> asshole. And he would ride back and he'd be like, you're right, babe. And I'd be like, <gasps> fuck, <gasps> Oh, I fucking hate you. And he'd be like, you know, it's all right. Keep going. I'm really proud of you. I'm like, you're such a cunt. Don't yeah, even don't try and be positive. Me. Fuck you. Like we're two miles down the road and you've already done 14 miles in my two miles. Like just fuck off. So yeah, I don't like exercising with him. Um, my dad told me a really hilarious story about when he went to a yoga class in the seventies, um, and uh, he had really, really, really s- small short shorts oh, on, Lord. like they were horrendously short. And he said they were all, it was all women, and they were all sat in a circle that to sit down oh, no. and sit cross-legged. <laughs> and then all the women started like looking at him, like, oh, they must my have God. thought he was literally just there to get himself off on women looking at his dick. Yeah, because one of his testicles had popped oh, out the size of his shorts and it was hanging out, just hanging down his thigh. Yeah, I, could of, I could see it coming. I could see it coming. It happens to the best of short-wearing men, I think. I think just the, the lesson is don't wear short shorts. I think the lesson is you must make sure you put the mouse in the house. Tuck him in. <laughs> the mouse, mouse has got to be firmly in the yeah. house. Um, yeah, so he was... Uh, he, I think he was pretty much asked to leave. Well, to you know honest. what? I wouldn't be surprised. Room full of women, yes. one man, and he's got his fucking ball sack out. Sweating adorable away. Adorable ball sack. With, Can I just... Adorable uh, ball sack out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vic, do you, do you have a story? Oh, I've got a... Well, I've actually got an agony on. 
Do you want to do an oh, agony? Oh yes, I do. Okay, let's do one. So, so I've been with my boyfriend for just over a year now, but we were friends before we decided to take the next step. Over the year, we haven't said that we love each other once, even though I know that we do. If you know it, you say it. Yeah. So they've been together a year, and in that year, they've not said they love each other. No, but she said even though she knows that we do. On my side, it's because I'm still a little guarded as he doesn't talk about his feelings. I have no idea what he thinks about me. Oh, Oh. I've tried asking in the past and it's like getting blood out of a stone as it's something he's just not good at. But I find this hard. I think us women like to be reassured now and again. Absolutely. Also, we lack passion. His sex drive is non-existent. So I'm lucky if we have sex once a week, which in my head isn't a lot. We should be in our honeymoon period where you can't keep your hands off each other as it's still such early days. I'm also lucky if I get a proper kiss out of him as he likes to peck. It's like when you were made to kiss a relative goodbye on the lips as a kid is the best way to describe it. Kissing is one of the biggest turn-ons, so you can imagine my anguish. Obviously, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I also have to think about my own. We'd like to get other women's opinions on this and any advice would be appreciated. There are some things you just can't go to friends about um, because I think they were compared to their own bathrooms. Mate, my fucking brain. What is going on in my brain? Oh my it's not bathrooms. It's his boyfriend. <laughs> Do you know why? Because this is how insignificant this stuff is to me now. All I'm worried, I'm not worried about how much sex everyone else is having. I'm worried about how nice their bathroom is <laughs> compared to mine. <laughs> the, the penis envy's gone. I'm just like, oh, what does their bathroom look like? I need to see it. Yeah, mate, I mean, if this person knows you, then this is just reassuring her that she can definitely come to you for advice because you, you really don't give a fuck about comparisons. You really care about bathrooms. Oh, my God. As they just compare to their own boyfriends or judge, and I don't want them to judge him as he's a great guy. I've not been in many relationships. I'm not sure if this is normal or not, but in my mind, I don't think it is. Yeah, that's a hard one mm. because... I think the main thing there, listening to that, is that the there's not there's no communication, no communication, and not enough passion. And I think the other thing that I'm that is screaming out to me here, Victoria, more than anything yes. else, is that actually she's not happy. No, and as much as she's happy. so desperate to try and make it work because she thinks that it's the right thing, I really, I really do think that you know. Sometimes you just you just know deep down in your mind. Yeah, you do. When it's not right. And you can tell yourself on so many occasions, oh yeah, but he's not a horrible person or he's not this or mm. he's not that. Okay, we don't have sex often. Okay, he pecks me like a fucking bird would feed its young, but you, you're still not getting the... Ugh. And if that yeah. isn't there, then a year in and, and you've not once said you love each other, that's that's a I think that's and he can't communicate like you've got to fast forward 10 years do you still want to be going through the same shit of, of feeling 100 percent like you're not sure if this is 100 percent you're not sure oh hello <laughs> if you're 100 percent not sure end it <laughs> don't stay in it although I think I think it's I don't know how young she is but I I've had quite a few relationships and I've stayed in all of them far longer than I should have done yeah. For the 
for similar sort of like reasons or whatever that she's sort of describing. There's not a good enough reason to walk away. There's not a good enough reason to walk away, yeah. but deep down, like you say, in your loins, you're like, this isn't right. And can I really see myself in 15 years time still being with this person? No. no. And it, it, it's hard to get to that point to be able to say quite clearly, no, you know, because you're like, well, maybe I could if this was different yeah. or if this improved, blah, 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 blah. And especially if she's not had a lot of other relationships, it could be that she's scared about being on her own and like how how's that going to pan out because loneliness can be a really difficult thing to kind of like have to go through. But it's also, I don't, I'm going to sound like the cunt with the water bottle with the inspirational quote now, but I really think that there is an opportunity for self-discovery. Um, and yeah. I, I do think that it, if you are able to go through that, period of time where you can find who you are and what you want and what you need out of life then you will find the person that will actually make you happy because to me he isn't making her happy no exactly and like every relationship is different isn't it and some people will be in a relationship where they don't have much sex and that's yeah, fine yeah, yeah. And, and there isn't fine, much passion that's absolutely fine that isn't fine for her she's no it's not fine for she her ain't sing so, who she you are She's not singing off the same hymn sheet. <laughs> I need to. I was like, "What? Are you talking about bathrooms? <laughs> you work, get a bath sheet? <laughs> Good plan. I like it. A oh, white color. Uh, yeah, I think I just feel like I've been in that situation so many times, and I, I, I wasted a lot of time in an unhappy relationship and I did have all the conversations and things would get better for a little bit and then things would just go back to what they were yeah. you know in the shit in the shit stakes especially when I was really young like my first ever really long-term relationship that was six years which is a very long time yeah. when you, you know when you're 18 oh, I stayed in that relationship for three years longer than I should have and that is a long time that is a long time Spent half of that relationship not wanting to be in Don't it. Don't get me wrong, you know, you can't just necessarily assume that all relationships are going to have a honeymoon period. But, like, there is a... It, it, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's scientifically proven that you will have a honeymoon period where you are banging like rats. Yeah, and, it's attraction, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it's, it's the rules of action. Yeah, and you're just... You can't keep your hands off of each other and you're constantly, oh my God, I love you so much. And, oh, I just want to spend all my time with you. And I want to literally feel your tongue around my tonsils. And I want your knob up my fucking nose hole. Like you want all of it, don't you? Um, and the fact that they've never really experienced that, it could be that it's not his fault. It could be that it's not her fault, but actually they don't, they don't have the right chemistry together. Yeah, they're just not compatible. The kissing thing, oh, that is so important. Mm. I love a good kiss. I don't kiss Rob enough, I don't think. I don't kiss Steve enough. We've had that conversation quite recently, actually. And I just said, yeah. like, I think being parents, we're so shit at taking time for ourselves and just being like, let's have a moment to hold hands. Holding hands. Oh, my God. It's being Steve and I, before we had kids, we were always holding hands. Wherever, As soon as we walked out the house, it was just like automatic. And now it feels weird to hold his hand because I'm so fucking used to holding a small person's hand. I was going to say, also, like, sometimes uh, if we've not had a kiss for ages, then we have a kiss and I'll be proper like this. <laughs> well, like a 16-year-old girl who doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. I'm like, I can't remember how to do this. I don't even like the tongue anymore. Oh, really? No, I, I find it sexier without. How the hell do you kiss without the tongue? Just 
yeah, little suckling, little licking, you know. Like <laughs> imagine a cat licking its vagina. That's how I kiss Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's like, oh, this is so nice. What a beautiful image. With my uh, <laughs> my tongue up his nostril while I'm picking out bogeys. <laughs> I just see you a little saucer of milk. <laughs> Steve, are you ready? <laughs> um, but the, the thing is, is like whether it be that you really enjoy kissing, you really enjoy holding hands, you really enjoy having your feet, I don't know, up someone's bum hole, it shouldn't matter. But the point is, is that you should find your feet within your relationship. And I think there'll be loads of women, potentially men, don't want to exclude them, um, that will be listening to this and go, fucking hell, I know exactly where she's coming from. And yeah, it's not right because when you, she needs to meet the person to know the difference, and she's not met that I know, person. That's yet. it. Yeah, you've got no point of reference, do you? No. So you just think, oh, no, this is normal. Yeah, um, and it's really not. Thank fucking God, I went with my gut in the end and was like, now fuck myself because yeah. uh, I would be living a very different life if I hadn't. And like her saying, she doesn't want to tell her friends because she's worried about her friends getting pairing her bathroom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I totally get that as well Like when you have an argument with them And you're like oh shit I can't send it to my friend Because then that's the thing they remember How are you guys now? Yeah alright we had an argument fucking nine months ago Deborah. Why the fuck are you still remembering that? Yeah I'd say get new friends as well Yeah true <laughs> Yeah. If you have any Debras, remove them immediately Remove them immediately No offence to Debras. No yeah, so I think we've answered that, haven't we? We have answered that, yeah. So I think in roundup, in round, if communicate is the first thing, yeah. have a conversation, um, and then do a bit of soul searching. Yeah, and work out what you want. If, if sex is, if sex more often is important to you, and it's something that you want to have more of, and it's, it's that, and that's totally okay. Then, like, question: yeah. Is this the right relationship? Yeah, exactly. Because that will happen anyway. Naturally, in a relationship, you you know, you stop wanting to. Have sex oh yeah, trust me, it's gonna happen, baby. <laughs> but a year in, no way. No. You should be hungry for the. Cack. You should be impaled. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. So I've got a little story here. My fella and I both listen to your podcast and have listened to every episode. We listen separately whilst exercising and then discuss the podcast oh, afterwards. I love that. Oh, that's really funny. Um, tonight, we racked our brains for past examples to email in. But even after 15 years together, our sex life was going really well. He, though, has clearly forgotten that only a few weeks back after sex, lay naked on our white duvet cover and farted. He quickly asked me to pass him some undies that lay on the floor beside him because he had sharted on the yes, white sheet. he put <laughs> marks on my beautiful white bedding so attractive um what is it just made me think what's the most disgusting thing that steve's ever done in front of you <laughs> <laughs> oh i know this is gonna be good already um, the laughter is revealing you know, years ago and he had <laughs> You know when you're racking your brains for another story So you can use another story and not use this one um, So he had a really sore bum hole basically <laughs> Really sore bum hole And he's like it's really sore And I was like let me look So he lay on the bed and brought his knees up So that I could have a thorough investigation <laughs> of his bum hole And then I proceeded to get a... Um, 
what do you call them? Like a, a, a cotton bud with uh, some uh, Vaseline. And I... Vaseline <laughs> <laughs> his bum hole for him. You swabbed his bum yeah, hole? Yeah, I was always meant to be a mother because that was before I was a mum. Mate, the image of Steve lying on his back with his knees up. Uh, I, I actually have the image and I, 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 I was there and I think that that has actually just brought on a, a level of trauma that I had managed to escape. Like, how do you unsee that? <laughs> well, you, clearly you don't because right now it's stained in my eyeballs. All I can see <laughs> is his bum hole. Stained in mine. And his legs drawn all the way back to his chest while he stares at me very reassuringly as I have a cotton wool bud with Vaseline. <laughs> and I think back now and I think, why the fuck can he have done that himself? Because you know what? If he came to me now and said, Laura, I've got a sore bum hole, I'd be like, get a fucking hammer and sort it out yourself. You yeah. Can. Yeah, exactly. Was, but what I like is the fact that you chose a cotton bud. Well, that's I like won't touch it with my finger. Instrument ever. No, but you could use like a cotton pad, something that had more surface area than like a fucking centimeter. Yeah, but then I feel like if you used a cotton pad, that would just create a fluff situation there'd be fluff stuck around the sore area <laughs> not if it's lubed up with vaseline just so you know the lube the, the vaseline worked incredibly well and the sore bum hole did it went... what was wrong with it what what had led to I'm such tra- a sore I, may, anus maybe chafing i'm a big poo i'm i'm not 100 percent sure but over over wiping with the paper maybe over wiping <laughs> i feel like this is a dirty dancing moment because what you're about to say about rob is nowhere near as bad as what i've just said <laughs> <laughs> um no i can't really think of much that he's done i mean because he does disgust me at some point every single day yeah. so it's like just low level disgust continuously um yeah i'd say him wiping his bum is pretty disgusting to me and our bathroom is quite far away from our bedroom but i know when he's doing a shit because i can hear the fucking sandpaper what do you mean the sandpaper? When he paper? starts wiping his bum. When oh, he starts wow. wiping his bum. It's like... <laughs> Is that the actual noise his bum makes? Yeah. It's like, are you whittling wood? <laughs> or are you wiping your ass? It's like... He, and he's like, oh, I've got to be thorough. I've got to be thorough. So he uses a fucking shit ton of toilet paper. And because he's got such a hairy bum. Well, you know, he's got such a hairy bum. I know. It's an issue for his him. His bum scares me. He has me. to make sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, his bum terrifies me. <laughs> I reckon it could be in the next film, Star Wars. It could be one of the Ewoks. <laughs> we'll just put a little cape on it. <laughs> That's giving like a real heavy image right now. Real heavy, hairy, <gasps> bum hold image. I think I think Steve with his legs up, pulled up like in that on position. Par, That's yeah. I mean, that's one way to just solidify a relationship, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, we well, you know when something like, like that happens. You're not ever going to leave them. I think that I was meant to take that one to the grave. So, <laughs> <laughs> Solstice. Solstice, yeah. And him flossing his teeth. He flosses his teeth in the bedroom, which I find like a really inappropriate Mate, place to floss not, your that's teeth. That's not shitting on bed sheets or lubing a bum hole with Vaseline. I knew I shouldn't have gone first. <laughs> Because if I knew you were going to bring oh, come on, flossing. mate, as if I haven't revealed enough hideous shit stuff about myself. What about the fact that I shat on a toilet seat? Let's just go back to that little nugget, literally. To be fair, I'm not incriminating myself this time. I'm just incriminating my husband. No, it's fine. So you don't even need to worry about I it. I was just a party in to the it. Clear. Yeah. You were. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> there wasn't much of a party. No. <laughs> Bumhole party for one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Well, I 
that feels, you know, like we've naturally climaxed. Yeah, I feel like maybe nothing can go on from that visual set of visuals. Absolutely not. This is a whole set of visuals this week. Yeah. Um, it's been eventful. But if you want to send us a real story or agony uh, up, so agony up this week, agony yeah, send love out yes. to her relationship advice um you can do so by emailing us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com or laura what else can you do victoria they can head on over to our instagram page which is noholesbarred podcast and pop to our dms and if you're there and you do wish so too please follow us as well Yes, we'd love that. Um, and of course, if you haven't already done it, you can still <gasps> rate, rate and subscribe. Um, it helps us. We don't know how, but yeah, do it. No fucking clue. We could Google it, but instead we would much rather Google weird sex shit <laughs> and, uh, and also uh, UK icebreakers. So like uh it's been a pleasure as always my love yeah we will see you next at Tuesday. see you next charles die ta 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 hi my name is Kay adams and to be honest i'm not so good with the aging process so i enlisted my old chum the filter-free cara mckenzie to advise could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.